You are listening to a message from Victory. We hope it inspires you to honor God and make disciples in your community. Merry Christmas! The greeting Merry Christmas dates back to year 1565. That was the first greeting then. So the question that we need to ask ourselves, why, why Merry? Why do we have to enjoy? Why do we have to celebrate? Why do we have to really make the most of every opportunity to celebrate with people that we love? Uh, and, and, and why do we, we find joy in Christmas? I hope that you're enjoying your, your Christmas moment as well. Are you enjoying so far? You don't have a choice. Just enjoy it every moment of it. And, and because of that, I just can't help but, but look back and ask myself, why do I really find joy in this season? And I realize in Luke chapter 20, verse 10 says, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy. And the reason why we can enjoy Christmas, not because of what we have and all the Christmas carols and uh, all the Christmas gifts and the Christmas trees and, and, and all the Christmas uh, whatever you want to say. Uh, it's because there is a reason behind the season that no matter what will happen, even uh, for the past few months, past few weeks, we, we saw that God's unchanging love is has been consistent and it will not change. Thus, it's unchanging, of course. And the Lord has been our side every step of the way for the past 300 plus days. And that is what gives me joy that no matter what will happen uh, tomorrow and next year, everything will work out fine. Amen? Thus, we can say this Christmas is not just an event, an activity, but every single day we can look back on what the Lord has done. And thus, we can say joy to the world, the Lord is come. I don't want to sing that song because I don't want to lose my job. But... Okay, but at the end of the day, I realize that most of us are familiar with this song. And for the past two weeks, I've been uh, interacting with my daughter. She's three years old, and, and um, we've been teaching her a lot of things. And she's learning to sing songs. And uh, about a week ago, I discovered that she is singing uh, similar music, but with different uh, lyrics. She said, joy to the, to the world, the Lord is gone. Uh, and, and, and it's grammatically right compared to this one. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. It doesn't sound right, but, but I, I found out that, that she's familiar with, with the song and thus she has been singing, Joy to the world, the Lord is gone. And I'm glad that God is not gone. He's always present. His presence is uh, in, in our midst. And I'm thankful this year has been a great year. Amen. Though we, can we give God the glory for that? It was not a perfect year, but, but the Lord has been with us every step of the way. So today I hope that we can look back, reminisce, thank the Lord for what He has done. And thus this message will provoke you that more than just really uh, the year that was, that we can have a, a perspective of what the future holds for us. And I'm excited uh, in the coming months because I know that the Lord will never take us this far just for us to fail. If the Lord has taken us this far, I, I believe with all my heart the Lord will take us by the hand and He will be with us. He will never leave us nor forsake us. So 2016 will be your year, will be my year. Amen? So Matthew chapter 1, verse 18, okay? This is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. His mother, Mary, was pledged to be married to Joseph. But before they came together, she was found to be with child through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was a righteous man and did not want to expose her to public disgrace. He had in mind to divorce her quietly. Verse 20, but after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. 
She will give birth to a son and you are to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from sins. Verse 22, all this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will be with a child and will give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. But he had no union with her until she gave birth to a son and he gave him the name Jesus. Can we just take this time right now to bow our heads and close our eyes? Heavenly Father, thank you that we know that you're the reason for the season. And more than just, Lord God, knowing the reason that it will provoke us, that indeed we can trust you, Lord God, in times of uncertainties. That though at times our faith is challenged, that we back down and we fret and we freak out, Lord, give us the faith to move forward, knowing, Lord, that you'll never leave us, Father, and you will journey with us. Thank you for indeed your grace is sufficient, for it is made perfect in weakness. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Our message today is Joseph, the forgotten figure of Christmas. And I've been asking myself, why is he forgotten? Okay? I know that Jesus Christ is the only begotten. Okay? But Joseph was forgotten. Okay? So we just, uh, I realized that the reason why Joseph was the forgotten figure, of, for if you search the Gospels, okay, you will discover that they do not contain even a single word uttered from the mouth of Joseph. Joseph was silent throughout the scriptures. Isn't that at times ironic that God can use somebody who's silent, who's probably just a supporting actor in what he has planned to do? And I'm telling you right now, at the end of the day, it's not just your role as an individual. Probably you're saying that I'm like Joseph. I'm not a pastor or I'm not a minister. I don't stand in front. I, I, though I have hairs and you're, not, you're proud of that. Uh, at the end of the day, you feel like that we're more significant as ministers and you're not, you're getting it all wrong. At the end of the day, we face God. It's not about the job description or the title that we have. The, the welcome remarks of the Lord is that, welcome my good and faithful. You're faithful with a task. And this is what happened to Joseph, that he was just faithful with, with a given task. And we will read the story that it wasn't really easy. And, and, and Joseph, okay, was silent. I, I feel like the song Silent Night was, was invented here, okay? Silent Night, and thus Joseph was so silent. And I realize that some of us here, uh, we feel like God is not at work when we're silent. I'm telling you right now, look at the life of Joseph. That throughout uh, the whole scriptures, uh, Joseph has used this man in order to unveil his plan. Through Joseph, God protected the unborn life of Jesus. And because of his faithfulness and his willingness to be used by God, God used him to pave the way for his redemption for, for mankind. He was not even referred to as the father of Jesus, but only as the husband of Mary. Okay, thus, I believe that uh, we feel like at times uh, Joseph is uh, an insignificant figure. If you're involved in the coming Messiah, I believe that whatever your role is, if you stay faithful, you are significant than, than anyone else. And, and, and if you look at the story of, of, of uh, Joseph, Mary, and Jesus, and, and how the Lord has, has, has introduced them throughout scriptures, is that it's, it began with a genealogy. Say the word genealogy. Pwede niyo gamitin yan, okay? Pag nauubusan kayo ng English, sabihin mo lang genealogy, okay? People will be amazed with that, okay? Once in a while, try, try using these words, okay? And people will be amazed with, with your, your intelligence. And, and genealogy, and Matthew used the genealogy not just to reflect the, 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 the lineage of Jesus, but he wants to, to harp a point that in order for you to be a king, we have to trace back your genealogy. Servants doesn't have genealogies. And this is really a beautiful picture that the, the coming Messiah is a Savior King. And thus, Matthew has, has, has given 
uh, the right background of who Jesus is. It wasn't a perfect genealogy, but the most important part, he came from what? From the line of David. To make a long story short, uh, I believe and I discovered there was a song such as Joseph's Song okay, by Michael Cart. It says right here, Father, show me how we fit into the plan of yours. How can a man be father to the Son of God? Lord, for all my life, I've been a simple carpenter. How can I raise a king? How can I raise a king? It's a question. Lord, am I the right person? Am I the right guy? But at the end of the day, I realize one thing. The reason why God wants to use us, because he loves us so much. If I uh, were to be in the shoes of God, I would not use any of you here. Or even myself. Because usually, in man's involvement, it, it does a lot of wrong with the purposes of God. Do you understand? If I want to do something, I would rather invite somebody who's perfect, not somebody like you. But I realize because God loves us so much, and this reminds me of my story with my son, that I asked him to clean my, my black shoes uh, and to put a paste. Uh, I don't know if you're, if you're familiar with the brand Kiwi. Okay, He put a paste on top and inside. <laughs> so it ruined everything. But I love him. I choose to include him. Do you understand? And that's, that's, that's the heart of God. And I did, not, I did not tell him to stop whatever he's doing. I, I did uh, coach him and, and taught him. But I, I would love to include my own children in whatever I, I want to accomplish. And this is the same thing with God, that God wants to use all of us. The question, are you willing to be used by God? So we can learn a lot of, of, of things from the life of Joseph. And there are three important lessons from Joseph's life. Because in his silence, okay, he perfected obedience. And I've seen a lot of people. May mga kilala ko maingay. They're just loud. They can worship God with all their might. There's nothing wrong with that. That you, you, you're proud that you're a Christian. You're reading your Bible. And, and you're, you're vocal about your faith. At the end of the day, in your silence, I hope that you're convinced that no matter what will happen, though I don't understand, I choose to comply with what God is asking me to do. Next year, the reason why we have prayer and fasting, because there are things that the Lord will tell you Okay, that doesn't really make sense. But it doesn't have to make sense. As long as it came from God, I'm all right with that. There are a lot of things that God doesn't have to explain. As long as God is the one uh, instructing us to do, okay, hang on, everything will work out fine. You don't have to understand. You just have to know one thing. It came from God. Amen. And that is what we need next year. This is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. His mother Mary... Okay? Was speaking words of wisdom. Let it... No, no, no. Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph. But Mary, they came together. Okay? And she was found to be with child through the Holy Spirit. And I realized that the response of Joseph was a a, a response of a man of character. If I were to be on his shoes, I, I don't think I can last. For him to discover that his, okay, soon to be wife is pregnant, I'm telling you right now, I will look for the guy. Or probably I, I would run away and, and probably, uh, probably seclude myself because I just, can't, I just can't comprehend. Why would God allow me? I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a man of God. I'm a man of faith. Why would God allow such thing? But, but Joseph chooses mercy. And he realized at the end of the day, the reason why you can do what is godly, that you have all the right to react, that your soon-to-be wife is pregnant. And, and I don't know if you can... Really be merciful towards the person. And all of us, we're just hearing and listening to this message. And you're simply saying, God, if, if, if I were to be on Joseph's uh, shoes, uh, I don't think I can handle the whole thing. And I realize that at the end of the day, our responses 
with with what life has thrown at us has a lot to do not with 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 how how we have programmed ourselves that if things doesn't go my way i'll try to be godly and i'll concentrate with all my might and i will do the right thing because at the end of the day surprises and suddenness of life are things that you can't expect of course but I'm telling you right now, at the end of the day, when you know that God is bigger than anything, that though, Lord, I don't understand, I choose to do what is right. It, it, it springs from your relationship with God. Certain words would have been appropriate uh, and, and, and reactions are, are valid. And I know that Joseph is just a man, okay? But at the end of the day, he opted to live in mercy and grace and opted not to live in what? In bitterness, this is why I believe that Joseph, at this very hour, okay, though I know it's not easy, he overlooked an offense. How do you overlook an offense? How many of you here, you've been in, offended by people this year? Just today, just last week. Okay? And I'm telling you, while you're living in this planet, people will offend you. People will hurt you. And some of you here, I can sense in the spirit that you're living a life of bitterness. I don't want to uh, tell you that you should be forgiving because that's your condition. It's valid. People has hurt us. But one thing I know, I might not understand your situation and your condition, but I do understand that we have a big God. Do you understand? God will take care of our condition. And that is my prayer for all of us here. Even God the Father okay, has, been, has been hurt by, by, by the ways of man. And we have hurt His Son, and yet the Lord, okay, even the Scriptures would say that we are the enemies of God, and the Lord went out of His way, run after man and befriended man. Isn't that a beautiful picture of God's forgiveness? This is why my prayer is that after we're done here, is that more than yeah, yes, the, the willingness to forgive people, the willingness to extend a hand and, and, and bridge the gap, is that the willingness to forgive should be coming from the posture that, Lord, you have forgiven me. You have extended mercy, so I can extend mercy. Amen? Because Joseph, her husband, was a righteous man and did not want to expose her to public disgrace. He had in mind to divorce, divorce her quietly. This is an attribute that probably God saw in the life of Joseph. He was not probably so vocal about his faith, but he is a righteous man. And this is what I want us to always okay, uh, uh, have uh, a, a, a perspective and, and, and probably an angle that God doesn't just handpick people because they're gifted and they're talented, because of the condition of our hearts, because we're motivated to really uh, honor God. And whatever, or really, uh, whatever we're doing, it is from uh, really a, a heart that is pure and, and, and righteous. It is my prayer that as we listen to the word, it will be a long journey this uh, next year. I, I, I want us to really experience that God will, will grow us and sanctify us to be uh, righteous individuals. In fact, we are the righteousness of Christ. What Jesus Christ did on the cross, we're a product of that. And Joseph was righteous and merciful. Okay? And, and some of you here, just like what I've mentioned, you've been offended by, by, by people. And most of the time, you're offended by family members. And, and the more that you love, the more that you will be offended. The more that you become vulnerable, the more that people will hurt you. And, and you can't run away from that. I would rather not uh, uh, really connect with people. I would rather be secluded and be alone by myself. Uh, you can't survive life. But I realize one thing, that when we are offended, we see really our true colors. You understand? You will, you will see yourself. And, and, and you know how love is perfected? Not because when the person is lovable. Love is perfected when we're offended by people. You know where generosity is perfected? Not because when we have so much money and, and the person deserves all our generosity. Generosity is perfected. Love is perfected. Patience, grace is perfected. When 
when, when the situation does not permit that we become gracious and merciful. That is where it is perfected. So if you're telling me that you're loving, wait until somebody has offended you. We will see if you're really loving. Do you understand? Amen. This is why, okay, Joseph was able to uh, overlook an offense because he is anchored in his relationship with God and thus he is a man of that character. And secondly, he overcame fear and unbelief. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid. Don't fear to take Mary home as your wife because what is conceived in her is the Holy Spirit. We see this in Joseph's faith, his willingness to believe God. Joseph intended to serve a certificate of divorce and his engagement with Mary. Okay? And he wants to handle it or handle the matter quietly. He was willing to throw in the towel and say, God, I kept the, the other side of the bargain. Why can't this woman do such thing to me? And I know that it's easy to blame when, when things doesn't go your way. But Joseph kept his focus on God. This is why he can, he can, he can really overcome the fear. And I'm telling you right now, okay, just like what Pastor Sonny has mentioned, that there are 365 promises of faith in the Bible. One promise for each and every single day. Okay? Because every single day, you'll be threatened by a lot of things. You will walk in fear. Some of you here, sa sakit lang po ng ipi natin, nakala natin cancer. The, the enemy will, I'm telling you right now. Okay? You have a back pain and, and you feel like it's, it's HIV. Okay? Hair is vanishing, just like me. Uh, 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 a lot of things. The enemy can just, can just put ridiculous things in our thoughts and, and so that we walk in fear. Once you live in fear, you're paralyzed. That's what the devil uh, has, uh, 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 has for us. Okay, the devil cannot stop us, but he wants us to linger in fear. And the more that you're exposed to God's word, the more that you have the faith, the more than just the facts of the world, we can, we can trust the truth of God. Amen? This is why I will not give up. Faith doesn't mean an absence of fear. It means facing fear and knowing God is greater. Amen. So when you freak out, the instruction of the devil is get to know why you're freaking out. He wants you to learn what causes fear. No, 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 no. The more that you're consumed by your fear, the more you what? You, are, you're, you will walk in fear. The enemy wants you to know your fears. Okay? The Word of God states that the more you are, are exposed to fear, the more that you expose yourself to the greatness of God. You know why your faith is, is, is growing when you're worshiping God and lifting up your hands? Because you're proclaiming the greatness of God. Every morning, if you don't wake up, okay, and read your Bible and proclaim the greatness of God, that Lord, yes, Lord God, I might, I might not feel well, but I declare that, that you are great. You are my, my Jehovah Rapha, okay, the healer. If you're not doing well financially, I mean, Jehovah Jireh is readily available. You can just declare, Lord, you will provide for my needs. You are a great provider. You declare that. Lord, I, 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 don't, I don't feel like I'm, I'm, I, I'll, I'll find the right one. I'll have a boyfriend this year or girlfriend. If you feel that, I don't know with you. But my point is, <laughs> okay, but, but let the Lord, okay, deal with you. I don't know how to address that. My point is, at the end of the day, just trust the greatness of God. The more you see the greatness of God, the more that you will walk in faith. Joseph trusted God because he saw the greatness of God. It took great faith to believe such an impossible story about Mary's pregnancy. If you are right in front of Mary and, and, and Mary would tell you that I'm pregnant, I don't know the father, come on now. Okay? And here you are, Joseph, 
I mean, while you're, you're suffering in agony and depression, there's a background song, okay? Oh, holy night. I mean, I, I might hang myself. Do you understand? Uh, this, is, this is embarrassing. And, and I, I realize Joseph okay, opted to do what is right. Okay? I want you to have one thing before the, the year ends. I want you to have a, a something in your heart. Okay, more than just, of course, we trust God's word. We believe God's word will empower us and strengthen us. But one thing that I want you to settle, okay, and, and, and really claim that you will trust God no matter what. I hope, okay, before you, you, you go out of this room, you can write it in your cell phone, your motto, your slogan for the coming year. I will trust God no matter what. Lord, my hair has been like this for two to three years. And I, I gave up, of course. No, I'm just kidding. But in everything that life has thrown at me, I will trust God no matter what. I don't have to understand this. But I will trust God no matter what. Amen. Because at the end of the day, okay, this is not about me. This is about what God can do through me. Let's not carry the burden, okay, this Christmas. Let's trust God. Joseph's eyes were open to God's divine plan. He saw how the Lord has, has, has unraveled uh, his plan for Joseph. The first thing you need to understand, Joseph wasn't enjoying his condition. But that is where the purpose of God was revealed. If you're here right now, okay, you're, you're in trouble or you have a problem, you have a situation at home, you're having a hard time with your husband, just like my wife. I mean, you're, 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 you're having a hard time, okay? Remember this, in the middle of all the mess, that is where you will meet God and the purpose of God. So if you are in a mess, okay, that is where you will discover God's purpose. I know there are a lot of ways, but most of the time, in the midst of a, a very bleak, and, 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 and depressing situation, you will witness the hand of God because there's no one to turn to. Amen? So if you are in that situation, you're in a mess, it's a place of impossibility, you will meet God. So you pray, Lord, put me in a mess. And then, just kidding. Uh, uh, um, but you, you, will, you will discover because that's how God does it. Joseph discovered God's plan and His purposes when he was in this situation. Lord, I, I love this woman. Okay, abut kamay, nasungkit pa. Do you understand? And second thing is that more than just uh, really the purpose of God, the Lord paved the way for His direction over Joseph. Remember this, okay? God will direct you when His purposes are clear. It did not happen during the, the sunny day where Joseph was somewhere in Hong Kong enjoying the, I, I don't know if, it was, if it's a nice illustration, or, or somewhere taking a vacation, taking a break. It was in the middle of a, a situation, but God was there for him. I want you to know it's not going to be an, an, a convenient year next year, but I'm telling you right now, in the midst of all of this, the Lord will be there every step of the way. Amen. Amen. Can we give God the glory for that? So he did not just okay, overlook an offense and stayed offended. Okay? He did not just overcome fear. Okay? But Joseph, okay, if, you, if you take a closer look, he saw that the, more than just his involvement, a piece of the puzzle is that, Lord, in this direction where I am towards where you want to redeem mankind, I'm part of the puzzle. I want you to know when things at times okay, might not go the way we want it to be and we don't understand, it is because we're so consumed of ourselves. Let's step okay, a little back further from the situation. You will be surprised that God is doing bigger than what you think. Okay? And this is what causes Joseph to, I believe, in his silence, was affirmed by God that okay, he is part of God's divine plan. All of you here, whether you like it or not, whether you agree with me, you are part of God's divine plan. God has a plan. 
Okay, for your family. You're part of it. God has a plan for your company. You're, you're part of that. God has a plan for this church. You are part of that. The reason why you're breathing because you're part of God's plan. It is my prayer that you will come to a place more than just overlooking an offense, overcoming fears that you will obey God. This is one thing I am praying every single day. That I just don't want any talent, any skill. Lord, make me a man that will obey you at all costs. This is one thing. I want you to ask yourself, okay? For the past few months, I'm not here to condemn you. If you could have obeyed God 101% this year, your life could have been better. There are a lot of acts of disobedience you did in the past. I'm not here to condemn you. But let's bring this further next year. Lord, I will obey you at all costs. I don't have to understand it, but I have to obey you. Lord, the amount is just too much to give. I will obey you, Lord. I mean, to stay single, Lord, for the rest of my life, do I need... Do, do I need to, Lord, I need to flirt so that, you know, to catch someone. But I choose not to. Lord, I'm 97, you understand? <laughs> Hoping and dying. I'm almost like a dinosaur, Lord, but, but, but I choose to obey God. There are a lot of things that will tell you that it's reasonable. And I'm telling you right now, it's always reasonable. And this is what I realize. That that we're good in, 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 in a lot of, uh, uh, we're good in twisting uh, really our situation. We're good in justifying. But I'm telling you right now, more than just how valid your reason is, I choose to obey God. So I do pray that just like Joseph, we will develop this kind of faith that though, okay, okay he has all the right to divorce Mary, he opted to stay on track. Not because this is just to make Mary happy about his decision. But more than this, he wants to please God. He wants to honor God. When Joseph woke up, okay, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. But he had no union with her until she gave birth to a son and he gave him the name Jesus. Whether you like it or not, it did not solve his, what he feels and his condition and what, what's running in his mind. But at times you just have to let go of yourself and say, God, I will do this for you. And he would honor that. Some of you here, I feel like in the spirit, a lot of you here are still waiting. Lord, I did this in the past. I obeyed you. You're in the brink. God will honor your decision. God will honor your faith. Don't give up. Don't compromise. Don't cut corners. The enemy will taunt you. You did what was right. And look at your life. No, 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 no. When you're waiting for something, okay, and it will be rewarded, God is simply telling you, I'm growing your character. Because what I'm about to unleash is something that only your character can accommodate. It is my prayer that we will have that kind of faith, that we will obey God even if you don't know, okay? Even if you don't know where obedience may lead you, obey. Just obey God. He will take care of our bearing. He will take care of our, our, direct, our direction. For Joseph, his decisions paved the way for the re- redemption of man. God's promises are activated in a place known as obedience. So if you're here right now claiming all the obedience, uh, claiming all the promise of God, and you know the scripture, you're quoting left and right, Lord, I know that you'll prosper me, you'll honor my faith, you'll honor all my labor. If you don't step into the realm of obedience, you'll never encounter the promise of God. Wherever you are, if you distance yourself from obedience, you'll never be rewarded. It is my prayer that you step closer where obedience is. God's promises are preserved in places of obedience. The more that we obey, the more you see things happening. As Joseph obeyed, and he, is, and he has all the reasons, 
not to obey God, but he chooses and opted to obey. Just like Jesus Christ in the Garden of Gethsemane. And he was bending his knees and pleading to the Father, take this cup away from me. Not my will, but your will be done. He wasn't easy about him going to the cross. And I know Jesus Christ has it all. But he chooses to what? To, in a way, wrestle with God because he's 100% human. He's saying, God, if there's another alternative, can you, can you give me another option? But there's no other option. And this is my prayer for all of us, just like Jesus Christ bending his knees. Lord, not my will, but your will be done. It is my prayer that though we have reasons and a lot of things running in our mind, and Lord, I can tell you 100 reasons not to, but you're telling me in my heart to do it. With the decision of Christ, though he was a bit hesitant, just like Joseph, he went to the cross, hang himself for you and me. This is why we can say and sing, joy to the world, the Lord is come. Because of what he did on the cross. One simple obedience saved all of us. It made a great impact. Probably Joseph might not fathom how powerful his decisions will be or the impact of his decisions. But here we are, seated, worshiping God, enjoying what God has done because of the decision of Joseph and all the men and women in the Bible and the decision of our Savior King, Jesus Christ. We can smile, we can rejoice amidst everything. Because somebody went to the cross. Somebody went before me, represented me. Remember this. The birth of Christ was not just the coming of the king. The birth of Christ is an entry point to his death bed. It is not just a moment of rejoicing. Is a moment where it gives us the guarantee that I will die for you. It is an affirmation that we will celebrate Christmas because somebody came and died for our sins. This is why we can rejoice. We can celebrate. We can sing, Hark the Herald, because we know that is a product of what Jesus did on the cross. We bow our heads and close our eyes. Heavenly Father, thank you for this wonderful moment that left to our own devices. We cannot overlook anything. We can't overcome anything. We can't obey what you have asked us to do. But Lord, because of what Jesus did on the cross, it gave us the power, Lord God, to overlook an offense and forgive people. If you're here right now as we bow our heads and close our eyes, if somebody has offended you, or you need to forgive someone, or ask forgiveness from someone, and you're saying, Pastor, Pray and pray for me. I want, I want to take a bold step of walking in forgiveness. I want you to raise your hand right now. If you've been hurt by someone, and if you want, Lord, I choose to walk in forgiveness. I know that it's valid to feel bad, but I want you to raise your hand and say, God, I choose to walk in forgiveness. Lord, thank you that they will walk in forgiveness. They will walk in freedom. If you're here right now, you're walking in fear. There are a lot of things that threaten your faith, and you're saying, pray for me, that God will give me the faith then no matter what will happen, I will overcome all my fears. I want you to raise your hand. Fear of the unknown. Fear of the future. Fear of your finances. Fear of your career. Lord, I pray right now, give them the faith that they will know, look at that, more than all our fears, Father, there is a great God 
who will not leave us nor forsake us. There is a great God who will take us by the hand. There is a great God that we can trust. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your greatness. I want you right now to tell Jesus, tell God, you're great, God. You're great in this situation. You're great in my finances. You're great in all of my relationships. Lord, you're great, Lord God, when it comes to my career and my future. Lord, you're great when it comes to the lives of my children. I want you right now to name, the, name the, your children one by one. Declare right now the, the greatness of God. Declare the greatness of God. And lastly, I want you right now to tell God, God, give me the strength and the grace every single day that though I don't understand and I don't have to, but today, I'm a person of obedience. I will trust God no matter what. I want you right now to just declare it. Can we just raise our hands, all of us across the room? Lord, I'm lifting my hands and I'm saying, I surrender. We're not just raising our hands as a form of worship. We're raising our hands because we know, Lord, I surrender. Lord, I will obey, not for anything else. I, I will obey because this is what pleases you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I want you right now to just take this time. Just stay silent. Can we just continue to bow our heads and close our eyes? Lord, thank you. That we're about to cross the year. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your faithfulness. Can we start thanking God? Start thanking God. Thank you, God. We're about to cross the year. You've been so good. You've been so loving. You've been so gracious. You've been so kind. We can't help, Lord God, but marvel at the beauty of how generous you are for the past few months. You've been so faithful and true. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Can we give God a glory for that? Thank you for listening to this message. For more messages like these from other Victory Centers, please visit victory.org.ph slash resources slash podcasts.